0: feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill ready. It's a dangerous so. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me so. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who so. gonna so. this town
1: tonight
2: Hey, welcome to another Kwame lost so. Sports Talk We got a live show today we Got Alex Clancy in the studio Have a lot to talk about most of that will be basketball for probably two or three segments. we got to get into some football, more so the football draft. I just realized how old I am, or getting. I would never look it, but, uh, and I realized there was not a lot of traffic. Then I had to think about why there wasn't a lot of traffic today, because yesterday was single de and a lot of those drunks, or people that were drinking, I should say, Decided to call in, didn't go to work, or maybe they went in later. There's no way they went in earlier because I had a few myself. You did. Hank from Tucson. Well, you know what? <laughs> no, I, okay, let me go back. This is, this is why I'm starting to get old. I was in San Diego last weekend, so I went down to the Red Tracton after my camp. It's his favorite spot. Yeah, but it's, it's for a lot of reasons. It was okay. But I was in there half-sleep. I was at the Red Tracton in Del Mar, half sleep. And um I'm just like, Why why am I so tired? I know I did a camp, but usually I could do have a full day and then go out, but I ended up having one drink, but I was tired. I couldn't I couldn't get right. So then I come here and yesterday single Mayo, so I decided to, you know, hang from two sons in town. So I decided to we went out for about I was probably out for an hour and a half. Two hours at the most. And I was tired. I was just sitting at a table, just tired. Just ready to go. So I think I'm getting I think I'm getting not not old, but tired and old of the same old scenes. So I might have found me a new place to hang out at. If it's not, and um, it won't be open till 2015, but it looks like a fiddlesticks, but it's not. It's called Top Golf uh, out in Gilbert. The good thing about it is it's in Santan Village, so that's like 10 minutes away from me out in Gilbert. Um, but it's coming soon. It's out here in Gilbert, um, open early 2015. Top Golf. You can plan events. Um, you gotta go check it out. Topgolf.com. But the thing about it, is you gotta join, and I don't, I don't plan on paying. <laughs> so I can't get in for free. That's my next question. Yeah, no, not paying. No way. No way. Unless I do a vent an event there, and that would make sense. You gotta check it out. Top Golf. It's, um, it's another golfing facilities and give me another place to go hit balls because i used to hang out in vans all the time when vans used to be right around the corner from the house so i used to be in there all day it's like a country club if i wasn't golf if i wasn't golfing but you no, know, this looked like a pretty good place only 10 minutes away and then vans is close by vans the newer vans is in santan so have to check that out you do anything
3: uh no i worked all day yesterday <laughs>
2: Single I'm getting,
3: yeah, I'm getting I'm getting older too. It's not I don't really see the allure. So You're not older. when I was I went out Saturday night with my girl and we um I saw five people get pulled over in a two mile cab ride from where I was at to her place. Five oh. people. Just like people don't understand that nobody understands that it can happen to you until it happens <laughs> in- to you. Until it happens. It's just crazy. I mean, the DUI numbers must have been out of control in Tempe this this in- weekend.
2: Until you got to blow in a tube to get your car started. And then you got to keep, don't you got to keep blowing it? Yeah. Every 15 minutes, I think.
3: You from think, what, you think, well, you from know, from what I hear. No, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I did not know. You never had one. Uh, I didn't say that, but uh, I didn't say it, but it wasn't I don't the last, it I, I wasn't, was, wasn't the last
2: eight years or nine oh, years. No, nah, I really don't know. I was just asking. Yeah, no, I, was, I was actually
3: being funny. Actually. I was, uh, I was a baby and I made a mistake and I've never done it since. i uh, had one sip. I've had a one baby. sip and driven
2: since. I was a baby. I was a baby. Reason, excuse.
3: Yeah, I guess so.
2: Yeah. I just well, went to well, San Diego, well sir. you do um oh it was in San Diego, yeah. California. Yeah. Well you do uh Cabot now, so
3: everywhere. No questions asked.
2: All right, before we uh bore everybody to death <laughs> across the world, uh some basketball, man. Basketball. The two teams I say will win, I thought will win, actually won. Um I shouldn't say actually won, they did win. I thought they were the better team. I look for the even matchup in these two teams, uh starting with the Washington Wizards and the Indiana Pacers. Um, they just came out and beat them at home. I try to find the where would the Pacers have the advantage, and here's where I thought they would have the advantage. They didn't have to travel anywhere. Washington had to go to Indiana to play these guys. They were at home, and they did just come off a a seven game series with the Atlanta Hawks, winning in seven games. Uh, in Washington, young team Washington got their first win in Indiana in 32. 32 years, that's that's amazing how one team can be that dominant. And it, it does happen, but you got to think about it and say, damn, that's a long time for some teams to just dominate another. But they got their first win in Indianapolis in 32 years, um, and what better time and place to do it was in Indiana and in a playoff game. So yeah. they go they go out there to win. Uh, they beat the Indiana Pacers 102-96, lead the series, Indiana Pacers just put themselves behind the eight ball again. Because I don't think they're gonna win a game in Washington, in DC. It's not gonna happen. This team is too young, too quick, and they got just enough talent around them. What will we'll give them a chance if Roy Hibbert steps up?
3: Roy played nineteen minutes last night, took two shots, missed them both, had zero <laughs> rebounds and five fouls. How is that possible? I, I don't know. Um, no, I'm seriously. I'm really no, how's that possible? I, He's seven foot two. And he was—he had averaged 17 and 10 in the playoffs last year. Uh, he's the Miami Heat killer, and he was an All Star this year. And he had he, zero put up two goose eggs in 19 minutes of basketball in 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 a game where they needed to make a stance, they needed to make a statement. And you put you score 15 points in the first quarter at home, the first game of the of the second round of the playoffs. It's just not. They played uninspired basketball, and you have the backcourt of Bradley Beal and John Wall, who played great. They played like they had been there before. John Wall didn't have a great game. At 13-9, and 9, didn't shoot very well from the field. But something that might get Washington, uh, might be a snag in Washington's plan, is that all of their starters play big minutes they all play big minutes. They don't have much of a bench. Uh the backcourt, the guys always play, you know, upwards of 40 minutes a game. So how long they can last doing that throughout the
2: playoffs with how long the the NBA playoffs are is yet to be seen. I almost got mad at Bradley Beal. Nah, I almost got mad at a guy who, who hit 25 points. 14 of those points came in the fourth quarter, which is huge. You hit 14 points in the, in the fourth quarter, that is huge. That is a huge uh quarter. But he could have had Seventeen, eighteen of the points, missing free throws at mm-hmm. the line when it counted. I mean, cause this game could have got, this game could have been a lot closer than it was. He missed four, three to four free throws, and the one thing that bothered me the most about that is he had that dumb look on his face. I wouldn't guys do that. The Russell Westbrook look. Yeah, that dumb. <laughs> well, he Russell Russell Westbrook looked like a duck. So well,
3: uh, that well, was that yeah.
2: was Samaj couple of years ago, who said that? <laughs> he does, but, you know, I I agree. He does look like that duck, that cartoon duck. <laughs> but, no, Bradley Bill, as important as this game is, I, I know you're a young team, and you you happy to be here, and you taking in the moment. Take in the moment when it's all over. No one, you, you got to play in the moment emotionally, uh, mentally. You got to play in the moment. Before far as taking in that atmosphere, do it afterwards. That's when you're going to enjoy it the most. If you try to enjoy it now, you got a team that took the Miami Heat the NBA champions to seven games last year. Mm-hmm. So it's not like this team really going to go away, we, we, although we expected them to win on their home court in the first game against a young Washington Wizards team. But you look at the team, and I say young, but you look at who's on that Washington Wizards team, and we might have talked about this before this game even started, that they have, they have very serviceable guys. Trevor Reason hits 22 points. You have uh, uh, John, you have, you have guys over there, uh, Bradley Bills hitting 14 points in the fourth quarter. So there's a lot of guys over there you can count on in the Washington Wizards. Yeah, and then
3: you have Andre Miller and Drew Gooden that can come off the bench. I mean, they're not anything of what they used to be. But Andre Miller, as a backup point guard, he's done this before. You know, he made it to the National Championship game in college. I think they lost uh, when he was with Utah. Um, I I think Arizona beat him with with Miles Simon and all them. But they have veterans. Um, Their coach is doing a great job. and, and, And they just seem like they... Believe in themselves. Now they're the new Toronto. Since Toronto got knocked out, now Washington's the new darlings. And if 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 Washington DC can't get pumped for them,
2: I was going to ask you, what did you mean by that? Because yeah, I, I, I hear you. Because Toronto, the-
3: when you watch Toronto it, it, at home, that was the greatest thing ever. They have thousands of fans outside the stadium watching on a jumbotron. That was the loudest stadium in the playoffs thus far. Um, and now that they're out, the Wizards they want to they want to knock over Goliath. You know, and this is something that they can actually do. If they can, if they can run and gun like they do and not turn the ball over as much as they did in the regular season and in the first series, they could win this series. I'm still picking Indiana again. I think I picked them in six, but the reason why this one, and I said this yesterday, was six? that Washington had five, five days off, they had a rest. And for younger guys, that's a good thing. For older guys, sometimes you get tensed up and, and you get rusty. But for
2: these young guys, they're ready to go. Well, we'll say about that when the, when the uh, Brooklyn Nets play the Miami Heat And, that, I, think,
3: and I think that's different. Because, it, it, because Miami's an older team than, than Washington is. The star players are older. They're not old. No, Dwayne, Wade, I, I, Dwayne Wade is older than his age would indicate. But... I think that with Brooklyn especially, they can't get tired now. They're on autopilot now, and it's better for them to not have days off because they will rust
2: up. You can play a guy like John Wall 40 minutes in a basketball game because he's only 23 in his third year. Came in the league when he was 20, obviously. Now you look over at Bradley Bills, 20 years old, hitting 14 points in a game. You got some young guys that this, and this is not an old Indiana Pacers team. This team's not old by far. They play like they're old. Yeah, they play like they're old, but they play, they play like veterans. They play like veterans. It's just that one of their veterans, do you think that's seven foot tall, seven foot two? He's not, It should be impossible, impossible, and obviously it's not because he did it and it happened, that he can't get to the free throw line, he can't get two points. You talk about his numbers as far as rebounding. He averaged eight rebounds. I'm seven foot two, I'm getting all the rebounds. Yep. Yeah. I'm getting all the rebounds, offensively and defense, unless they just bounce back. 15 feet away from me.
3: Yeah, one one mistake that Frank o- Vogel made, in my opinion, was not sitting Roy Hibbert in one of the games against Atlanta because they could afford to. You could start Luis Scola and, Der- and David West because they were a smaller
2: team. Scola came off the bench and had a pretty good game. Yeah,
3: but now Martian Gortat 7 feet. the 6'9", 6'10". You can't afford to lose that size that Roy yeah. Hibbert has. 6'11". Six, six, okay, so Danae. you have two 7-footers. Right. And if you tried it with Atlanta, tried a different, uh, a different lineup, a different rotation, maybe you could find something that, that would prove to... Uh, be more beneficial to you than having Roy Hibbert there and not producing it all, just being big.
2: Look at Washington and how, how serviceable is, is uh, Gortat. He just played a consistent basketball. One he of the biggest
3: mistakes the Suns made. I know, I know it was a salary cap thing. I know that he didn't want to be there, but if he saw what happened this year in Phoenix, oh boy, they were... We, he, they, they would, we, that, would be, that would be the missing piece for
2: Phoenix right now. Right, and then you look at what Phoenix sitting at home right now, you look at how they beat Portland, you look at how they beat San Antonio, and Dallas, look at what they're doing. And they and we talked about it a lot on this team, on this show that they are one player, one veteran player away. Because I don't think they have a service center over they there. They don't have. They don't. They don't have. They have. they Goran Dragic. Yeah. Who came fifth? Fifth, in MVP. And I'm gonna get to that later on the show. He didn't even make the All Star. Fifth in MVP votes. Didn't even make the All Star. This is why I'm believing that. Now the top 2 or 3 guys who could get it because I thought it was I thought it would be Kevin Durant, LeBron James, and Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin over in LA. I thought it would be those guys. That would be the consensus easily. And if one of them got it, if the one of the first two got it, it would be no argument about it. But when you got a guy who's fifth because of how they voting and who's voting again with the nonsense who didn't even make the All-Star I don't know, I don't know where to go with that, or how the voting is actually done. Now, he's MVP of the Suns, yeah. Yeah. I give him that. And we'll talk some more basketball. We got to take a quick break. We might finish up with on the Washington Wizards and the Indiana Pacers. We'll move on to the um, the, the next game. Crumblock Sports Talk, Alex Clancy in the studio. We'll be right back.
0: flagship station for sports voice america sports hi i'm joe swedish ceo of wellpoint we proudly support the march of dimes and all they do to reduce the rate of premature birth in the united states though premature births have recently declined still half a million babies are born too soon each year we're helping the march of dimes fund cutting edge research and community programs that help moms and their babies live healthier lives please visit marchofdimes.com and join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Flagship station for sports.
2: Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back to the show, Alex Clancy in the studio. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four is the number you can find Alex at Clancy Cor- at uh, Alex Clancy. Was it Clancycorner.com? Yeah, yeah. Why don't Why don't I ever Clancy's know that? Corner on Twitter? Yeah, Twitter. You, that's where you can find you me many concussions. <laughs> yeah, but I can remember me at kwamylasader. dot com. Um, whatever, Twitter. Uh, but since you know, I do bring up the concussions. But let me say this before we get into basketball. I'm gonna read this. Um, it's, it's more so of a players contest the NFL concussion deal. I don't know if you remember that concussion deal with the NFL with the 765 million dollars, mm-hmm. which is b- BS because <laughs> with all the players and the serious injuries of it. $765 million doesn't – that means everybody will get $1,500. The lawyer is going to make millions of dollars. Didn't even have to step on the football field. Yep. Didn't even have to – all you do is take advantage of what just happened if you're a lawyer. I'm not too bothered by that. I'm more bothered by the dumb NFL players we are. Continue to let that happen. Um, seven former NFL players filed a court motion – uh, motion Monday to challenge the seven hundred sixty five million NFL concussion settlement, arguing that the deal struck between the league and thousands of ex players who sued it falls short of covering most serious cases diseases related to head trauma. The seven players are seven players say they are suffering early symptoms of brain disease and that the symptoms the settlement con- as constructed will neither compensate them nor other players who suffer the most serious case of brain related diseases. Their claim filed Monday in federal court in Philadelphia requests that the judge overseeing the case allow them to intervene in the case to represent players that believe to have been ignored. There are serious problems with this and what has been proposed. The player's attorney, Steve Molo, told Outside the Lines. Outside the Lines is a very fun, interesting, informative show. Although these players are suffering serious problems, they will be barred from any compensation if proposal is ever adopted. Now, I just wanted to bring that up. I want to get right back into basketball, and that's something we'll talk about not later on the show, but as this moves forward, because we've been talking about this since it happened. I don't know how you settle for seven hundred sixty five million or yes, yeah, seven hundred sixty five million when it's easily a two billion dollar lawsuit. So nobody's really gonna win. And that it. happened a long time ago. That
3: settlement came out a long how how much worse have all these players gotten since then? Don't, and nothing's happened.
2: Don't get too in depth because it's, it's going to overwhelm you. But you're right. A lot of and it's happened. Somebody I just played golf with someone yesterday. We took we took some tests over at the Mayo Clinic. He found back he got early dementia. How old is he? He forties. No, he's uh he's probably fifty one. Fifty one. He's probably fifty one years old. Found out he got early dementia. So, you know, he said this, and I say this to a lot of guys. What he said was, you know what, I just gotta, I'm just got. i just going to do what I like to do and play golf because he's been trying to do things through the NFL. They kept ignoring him, taking him through appeals. He got like 10 appeals uh-huh. on different on two different cases. But then you go outside the NFL and you go to these doctors. Now, the NFL's NFL is supposed to give us doctors, and they're supposed to be biased. That's some BS at a high level. But he goes to the mail clinic and get this test done and come back. He got early dementia. But the NFL wants... What are the what they are doing is waiting for us to die. Off, it's crazy, and we will talk about it because I don't want it to consume the show. Because I do want to talk about basketball. We are talking about the Washington Wizards, Indiana Pacers. Indiana Pacers fall short. I, I want to blame. You look like you want to say something.
3: Yeah, I was gonna when you said something about when I we were talking about the discre- the um the time between the actual settlement when they came out and now mm-hmm. is I the first thing I thought of was has anybody died in
2: between then? Yes. So it's like that. <laughs> it, it's a joke. Now, but, first, but before we get back to the basketball game, I said something about uh, Goran Drogic being fifth. You said. James Harden was fifth. Jim Har- James Harden was fifth. And I don't know how to discount him. He, he played at a high level this yeah. year. He I played, mean,
3: not in the play. I mean, from, from game one to seven. They looked he didn't play. He didn't play like. Uh, James Harden. Chris Paul was seventh. So two guys in the top seven in all-star voting from the same team. Should have been a
2: Laker. James should have been a Laker. Should have been. Then we'd have been playing for a stupid owner. That's neither neither here nor there. Yeah, former Uh, owner. But, no, uh, uh, Drogic got five votes, MVP votes. And I got a problem with that. Um, Not that he got the votes. That how I thought he should have been an all-star. I don't like when your team is not doing well or not well in other people's eyes. Then all of a sudden, that person who's playing at a high level on that team doesn't get all-star. He get all star nominations, but doesn't make the all star team. No, he was
3: probably the number one snub. He got mm. to do the uh, the skills challenge. I think he was there. So You and I can do that right yeah, now. Well, yeah, but I, I mean, I mean, I'd have to practice a little bit. I've not done the ball head while. I never had to practice. Um, the thing with the MVP that I've never really understood, and this is really quick before we get back, uh, is traditionally it's the best player on one of the top three teams, and, and that is not necessarily. I don't think that's necessarily what an MVP should be. It's the most valuable player for your team, meaning that they they are the best player by far on your team, right? That should be a team MVP. Right. And so anybody with, like, uh, the Clippers, top to bottom, they have the best team in the NBA, I think, 1 to 12. And I've said that a lot of times, many times. So there are a lot of good players on that team, so the most valuable player on that team isn't as important as the most valuable player on a team that's kind of in the middle. So there's a lot of theory behind what the MVP really means, and it usually errs more towards the best player on the best team, which I don't necessarily (laughs) agree with. Or the best players you can market. Well, I mean, and that's fair, because you can only market like seven guys in the league, and they all got top seven MVP MVP votes.
2: You can't market, so the Phoenix Suns can market... Eric Bledsoe. And Goran Drogic. You can market to Goran. Nobody
3: knows who Goran Drogic is if you're not a basketball fan. Well, that's
2: that's the terrible media department,
3: there. I understand. That's the NBA. That's what David Stern cultivated I know. in the NBA. And, and we
2: talked about this as far as the AAU guys coming out or high school guys coming out or college guys coming out. You can market whoever you want to. It depends on how much money you're going to put behind that. I can make you a star. Look, I already made you a star. I rem- <laughs> you can market anybody you want to. Yeah, It depends on what you're going to put behind them. So if it's only if it makes sense, because basketball is that sport where I don't have to market teams anymore. I don't. If I want people to watch the Milwaukee uh, Bucks, I just market LeBron James and say, watch this sport. The Miami Heat's going to play them mm-hmm. once on the West Coast or in Milwaukee, I'm sorry. Yeah going to play them once in Milwaukee. Well, and
3: that's the that's a big difference between the NBA and the, and the NFL, is that the NFL has marketed so well the game. They market the game. And at, they don't really care about it. You have your outlying players, I understand that. All the quarterbacks, you have some running backs, defensive guys are becoming more and more prevalent in the media and stuff, and people are starting to recognize defensive players more than they ever have easy. on a day-by-day basis. Easy with the big words, with the prevalence and all that. Just say what it is. Okay, they're becoming more popular. <laughs> people know who they are. Uh, um... But the NBA, you, you market six guys or seven guys, and then it's it's, and then it's it. like with the Cardinals before before this last year, they were a destination player. They were whoever would come into play is who people would go watch, and that's what the NBA is kind of like. David Stern did a very good job of making the game the game global, and he's in commissioner sense. He might be the best commissioner across all sports in, in history, and that's my opinion. Who David Stern? Yeah, mm. j- j- just for what he did for the game and the what, popularity. What about Pete Roselle? I think with. But I, I think the – see, that's different.
2: You just said – I thought you said all sports.
3: Yeah, I know, and I did. And I think it's different because the personability of the players, because they're not wearing helmets and because of all these things, it's it's
2: different. I have a lot of people say, oh, I know who you are. Uh, We're we sitting this close to each other. When they hear my name, my name is different. But my name did come with a lot of plays attached to them. Yeah. But they say, oh, I know you are. It's just different with football because football only markets the same amount of – 10 players that the basketball does but they market they, the but,
3: game so much better yeah
2: they, they do but they say uh oh you guys just wear helmets all the time i say yeah well that's what it is we have to wear helmets it becomes a weapon <laughs>
3: yeah well yeah but i mean it's also you know people i mean and there's a lot of there's a lot more football players than there are basketball players you know it's it's just different it's easier to market players in the nba than it is in football uh, and I don't know. I just think David Stern, with the global ability of the game that that he that he spearheaded, it's kind of it's just different.
2: Yeah, that's a conversation for another time. Cause I because yeah. I actually don't. Uh, we can talk about that forever. Yeah, so let me say this as I move into something. I don't agree with you. Let's okay. move into uh, first time for <laughs> everything. I guess <laughs> the uh, the Clippers go into another team that I say would win yesterday. Mm-hmm. I guess they're listening to me, and they, I'm motivating these guys. I'm really mo- motivating these professional basketball say, guys. Chris Paul hits 32 points. He's eight for nine behind the arc. When has that happened? <laughs> Never? Not very often. Ever? Never. Eight points. Clippers, they beat up the Oklahoma City mm-hmm. Thunders. And here's, I'm going back to the old problem I had, um, concerns that I have with the Oklahoma City Thunders. Chris Paul goes off for 32 points. He's balling. Lights out. Uh, he does have his supporting cast. But that team knows when somebody's hot. Now he's usually he's usually the one who's facilitating to the rest of those guys and when he know when one of those guys is hot he continue to feed him the ball. But this time they just watched him play. Here's where the problem came in for Oklahoma City Thunder. When Russell Westbrook tried to play street ball against him one on one. You don't have to okay, I hit my three, I gotta come down and hit my three. Mm-hmm. I'm Russell I'm, I'm trying to think like Russell Westbrook. Westbrook, and I'm getting a headache. I got to come down and hit my three. I don't have to outplay you individually. And I saw a lot of that. Well, we see a lot of that anyway. You got the lead MVP, and I want to talk, if we have time in the show, I want to know if the lead MVP is the best guy, best player in the league. You got the lead MVP, you got the lead scoring champ, and you got Russell Westbrook on that team. Don't understand. Let the ball go through Kevin Durant.
3: Yeah, but having said all of that, he, Russell Westbrook only took 14 shots. To if if you if you to look too many. If you look at Oklahoma City's numbers, just theirs, and you don't look at the Clippers' numbers, <clears throat> with how the with with how they've played this year and the patterns with how many shots are taken, how much the ball is passed, and all those things, I would have said Oklahoma City wins this game. I'm if good. you look at just the box score and you look, they only turn the ball over seven. Uh, they only turn the ball over 17 times, which isn't. I mean, it's not a good amount, but it's not a lot. The Clippers turned the ball over only eight times, and two of them were in the fourth quarter when they blew, when they were already blowing them out. How'd they lose this game,
2: Oklahoma? Some Because I'm, I'm fine with him taking 14 shots. Yeah. But I'm not fine they with They
3: lost this game because the Clippers shot their brains out. That's the reason why. I
2: and think and Chris I, Paul shot their yeah, brains well, out. Yeah,
3: absolutely. And, okay, so look with the Clippers. They, they made 15 threes. They shot 17 of 30 from the free throw line. Right. They could have put up 140 points in this game. That doesn't happen. If they hit those points. I, I understand. Those. But that doesn't happen in playoff games traditionally. And Chris Paul is becoming more and more clutch every time he steps on the court. He had two huge threes against Golden State in the waning that. minutes of Game 7 uh, it, it, at home in the first round. These ga- This is like
2: a regular season game and one team just blows it out. Let me tell you who's huge for those guys along with Chris Paul, is Crawford coming off the bench. Now, again, before we go to break, in the next five seconds, I don't mind Russell Westbrook shooting 14, but don't make those 14 points an uh, individual battle. I don't mind that. Take the 14 shots because he can't be guarded. He can create his own shots, but don't make him a 14 battle because Chris Paul is shooting lights out. No, I agree. And I think he's making them – those 14 shots he took, he made it a battle, personal. It's not personal. He's not play. as good as Chris Paul is. Because <laughs> Chris Paul can think. We're going to take a quick break. And yeah, and he's a point guard. Absolutely. Quamble Sports Talk. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back.
0: Your internet flagship station for sports.
2: Voice America Sports.
1: Lockdown coverage. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter.
0: Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
1: Now some of you might still be in that place
3: trying
2: to get
1: out. Just follow me. I'll you
2: Welcome back to the Commonwealth Sports Talk. 888-346-9144 is the number if you want to call in and join the show. Alex Francis in the studio. We're talking NBA basketball, NBA playoffs, the Los Angeles Clippers and the Oklahoma City Thunder. I didn't I didn't understand how they they can come in and get blown away like this. Now, it was possible to lose a game because you're looking at the two teams. It was a three and four seed. You're looking at the two teams, Oklahoma having the third seed in this playoff, in, in this series. But for the Clippers to go come on the road, Clippers just got off a long battle with the um, Golden State Warriors, seven-game series. Oklahoma City Thunder having a tough matchup with the Memphis Grizzlies. And I think the only reason they got out that series is because you got a hot hothead, hothead and, and Randolph and you put your team at a disadvantage when you just can't control your emotions like that. Like you're not playing on TV or there's no film and no one's going to see it. So he gets suspended for the game. And there's no big man. There's no big present down there. And you talked about Lopez and and all those guys, the, the brothers. You got the Casal twins or brothers, and you got Lopez brothers. And who was more? who was more serviceable for their team or more dominant, or who we thought would be the better brother uh, in that uh, – out of that family. Mm-hmm. But Randolph didn't help his team by losing his mind in that game. No. So you, you can explore them down low if you're the Oklahoma City Thunder. So Oklahoma City Thunder's come out that playoff, come out that series, and they lose at home. They didn't have to travel anywhere. Clippers had to come to them. They lose at home. And I really think it's because of the one-on-one battle having – Westbrook shooting 14 times. He was 9 for 14. He had 29 points. That's, that's, those are great numbers. Those are, all, those are all-star numbers. But you can't make those 14 shots a personal battle because I don't think anybody in the league can guard this guy. But yeah. he forgetting that it has to run through Kevin Durant. He
3: had 16 assists in Game 7, and they blew out Memphis. Regardless if Zach Randolph yeah. was there or not, he can have a triple double every night and he's shown that when he, he wants to he be can. a facilitator he can. he can and that yields him to get rebounds to be more to be more uh, motivated to play on both sides of the basketball uh, play on both sides of the court and obviously he didn't want to play defense last night uh, and you, you can only do so much and I said this before before the break that in the regular season sometimes guys just get hot and teams blow out other teams, regardless of how good the teams are. The two top-tier teams, one, sometime they lose by 20. So this is a statement game and all this things. These are statement games. And regardless of...
2: This was a statement but, for the Clippers, right?
3: Well, yeah, but it, I think that... I don't think Oklahoma City should be as worried as a lot of people think they should. Shit. Because look at how... They shot 55% from the field and made four, 15 threes. This is not... This is not Normal. You know, this isn't going
2: to happen every game. It wasn't normal for Chris Paul to hit 8 for 9 right. behind the arc. Right, he was 12 for 14 from the field, right. and he had 10 assists. He had, that, he had five three-pointers in the first half of that game, only had three after, in, in the second half of that game. They put up 69 points in the first half. The
3: Clippers did. So they come right out of the gates, and they're just on fire. And that that it's easy after that. If you're making all your shots, everything just kind of comes easily. You play better defense, you pass the ball
2: more, you do all these things. That's when it's easy. Here's why... And I and I think I might have mentioned this uh before the break. You got um you got Crawford coming off the bench hitting 17, 19 points. Um, what what happened when the rest of this Reddick and Barnes get hot? And what happens when when Chris Paul facilitates to the rest of those guys and all of them have double double doubles, well fifteen, fifteen points, ten to fifteen points, and, and then you got Crawford coming off the bench. Then it's gonna to have to be a for Kevin Durant to take control of this game. Stop sitting on the side. The guy's the MVP. He's he's always been a scoring leader. He's 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 just a great guy with all that talent. Haven't decided. He haven't took that LeBron James. LeBron goes to Miami and say, "This is my team." This is the team Dwayne Wade is on, who just who had a ring before LeBron comes there. Michael Jordan say, "This is my team." Kobe Bryant say, "This is my team." We don't know we sitting here talking right now. I don't know who team is Oklahoma City Thunder. Is.
3: Yeah, and I mean, though well, that is problematic at the top. Right. And that's coupled with only be they only have three scores on this team. Is the coach's fault? No. No, at the top uh, Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. I know, I'm but saying but the players. Say, is
2: it the coach's fault?
3: I don't know. They need to do
2: something. Cuz we say the same yes, thing Yes, I the said Suns. that
3: Scott Brooks needs to adapt. Right, He needs to do something. Maybe start Reggie Jackson and run three guards because they're not that big on the front on the front. I know Matt Barnes is like uh, you, you're not going to run six, th- six, seven, or yeah, something? Yeah, you can't
2: run a three-guard against the Clippers. They're going to jump you out of the gym. Sure you can. You can't... Don't miss a shot then.
3: Reggie Jackson... If Reggie Jackson runs the point, you have Russell Westbrook at the two and Kevin Durant at the three, you could do it. And, you, and one other thing is you need to start Nick Collison over Kendrick Perkins. Yeah, because he made
2: <sighs> But you run Kendrick, a three, per- Kendrick Perkins Jackson doesn't do six, anything. Three. I understand. It doesn't matter. It does matter. It doesn't matter. But you, you can't miss a shot. These, we already talked about these, this team, the Clippers, jumping out of the gym what, what do we call? I'm ta- them? But I'm talking perimeter guys. Russell Westbrook's tall enough to play the two.
3: Kevin Durant seven feet, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. And w- with those three guys, they need to do something in an effort to combat the number one scoring team so you in just the NBA.
2: Change it up. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, they haven't I, done I, anything. I'm agree. I agree yeah. with that. But they can't miss these shots. I
3: start Nick Collison. I understand. And you can't take it just out of this game. You have to look at the body of work. Nah. And they went. If Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant are the only guys that are really scoring, you're not going to win scoring, especially with how balanced the
2: Clippers are, as you've alluded to. You have Jordan Crawford. I don't, you know, have, how to, I don't know how to balance I think uh, CP3 is the reason why they are somewhat balanced. I mean, they only balance in the, they only balance to me in the minutes they play in a basketball game. Because you look at the uh, you look at the box score. Everybody had their numbers. Griffin had 23. Yeah, that's balanced. Yeah, yeah, but Griffin had 23. Um, but it's not going to be every night with CP3. It's just This is a team that understood that Chris Paul was hot. Keep the ball in your hand. He, they understood it was hot. Most times we're talking about Blake Griffin having, because he was third. Was he third in MVP voting? Yes. Yeah, most times we're talking about this guy having 30-something points.
3: Yeah. And and coming into his own. What kind of scares me for Oklahoma City, though, is that DeAndre Jordan didn't do anything. No, and he's been he's been maybe the MVP for the Clippers up to this point in the last series. He didn't do anything. He
2: didn't do anything. He can't shoot free throws, but it didn't matter. No, no. It. I mean, he played
3: twenty eight minutes, and he was he, he was one for eight. Yeah, but free he had five line.
2: rebounds. Yeah, but he was that is not him. He had no. He's to have more than that, right? He, well, yeah. He's had twenty like three times
3: in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it's like. This is—that's a little daunting to me. It seems like that Oklahoma City kind of focused on not letting him beat them and then everything else kind of faltered. Yeah. I don't really know, but the they, need, they need to
2: figure something out. They didn't have a plan B, but he shot one for eight at the free throw line, and you can't—I mean, I think Chris Paul overcompensated for that one for eight. And I would have Derek Fisher play more than 15 minutes. I would, too. He's, he's a, would de- too. But he's
3: a defensive liability, but he's, which is the issue, because he's old. He's old. He's 38. <laughs> I think 37. He's old. He's basketball-old. But, yeah. I mean, I'm—yeah. He is so ready for the playoffs. His, this is what he's done forever. Big, big shot time. Ever. Forever, forever. He had, he had big shots in Game 7 against Memphis in Game 6. He could shoot the lights out in the playoffs. Okay. He just does.
2: But does that go back to the coach not managing his yes, team?
3: absolutely. He's not managing well, his we team. We talked about that Friday. That, that He needs to do something. If he doesn't do anything, he could get fired this year.
2: I it it on, depends on how they lose this series. If
3: they, Yeah, if they if lose the, if they lose 4-1 or something, yeah, they get rid of, and they he's, he's got to go.
2: They go. And you lose 4-1 yep. with this caliber of team. And I know you just came out of a tough series in Memphis. Memphis will beat you down. And, when we and the Clippers said, came out of a tough series with Golden State. Yeah, I'm talking about physical, though. Yeah, but you. But I would say the Clippers were tired because that was more running gun. Right. Uh, but yeah, but physically, I, I don't know. You can be tired. Everybody, everybody's tired. But when you're when you running and gunning, when you're running up and down that court and you're getting elbows to the chest and bodied every play, I'm talking about those physical matchups that these guys have to play. Yeah, they're tired. Everybody's at that point. But I think the coach have to, you said it, switch up the lineup. Put Reggie Jackson in, the, in there. Run different schemes. Tell Westbrook. The ball goes through. Tell Westbrook, goes to number two. Put them at the
3: two. This is why the Clippers, I would be so much happier if they're playing Oklahoma City than Memphis. Because Memphis is the only, well, there are three balanced teams. I, you know, th-
2: there are more than that. I, I take that back. And we watched the Clippers lose their home game, too, against the Golden State Warriors. So it, it, this is not, I mean, this is not their series just because the Oklahoma City Thunders lost. We watched them, we watched the Clippers lose at home also, yeah, and come I, back to win a series. I
3: just truly believe that Oklahoma City needs to do something. And if they don't do anything, this is, I granted, either Russell Westbrook or Kevin Durant will win you one game on their own in a series. One of them is going to get hot for a series. They'll have 36, 38 points to win the game. Like, that's, so this'll, that'll combat this with Chris Paul just going nuts. So, we'll see. I mean, I don't. I'm kind of worried. Wait. I'm worried for Oklahoma City, but I'm not worried for the reasons that everybody else is worried because they got blown out last night.
2: You still worried?
3: I'm still worried. Okay.
2: We got a game tonight, Miami Heat. I'm excited about this one. Are you? Yeah. Home or bar? Uh, home. No,
3: I don't know. Home. <laughs> I don't have to work tomorrow. I get two days off in a row. I'm
2: a, I'm a happy person. Kevin Durant wins the. Both these, I'm so excited about. First most valuable player award of his career. I mean, outside of LeBron James, he was always right there in the mix. Uh, if Russell Westbrook didn't get hurt, he would not have won the MVP. You out of your mind. No, I'm serious. His numbers wouldn't have been the same. I was serious when I said you out of your mind. I wouldn't play him. They might have got mind. the number one
3: overall seed, but he wouldn't have won on the MVP. You are. You wouldn't have. You know how many shots Russell Westbrook takes in a regular season game? He, Kevin Durant got all
2: those shots. He got to take shots whenever he wanted. Kevin Durant's going, okay. We had this conversation, I think, yesterday with the statistics of, of his hometown paper calling Mr. Unreliable. Uh-huh. That's just as idiotic as it can be. Correct. Idiotic as it could be. You know, when you got a high number, when you shoot at a high level, regardless of the, uh, Russell, Russell Westbrook being in the lineup, he shoots it. This is what he does. This is why. This is not his first scoring title. He's won scoring titles before. In the lead with LeBron James and Kobe Bryant, in the lead with those guys. Getting the MVP is a totally different ball game. This is the first one. You say he wouldn't have got that if he was, Russell Westbrook wasn't hurt. So yes. don't, don't, doesn't that make him MVP? He was able to step up and still keep his team oh, relevant. Him. Do I think and he's and MVP? I yes. he's MVP. 100%. But yeah. I said he wouldn't have got it
3: if Russell Westbrook was still playing. No, nah, I don't believe that. I don't he's believe the that first you. player mm-hmm. to lead the league in scoring
2: and get the MVP in the same year. Right. Good for him. So now he done set the bar. for. Uh, and, 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 you, and you listen to LeBron James talk and – I think he was more congratulatory to him. Very, you know, he was serious about, that's your MVP. That's his lead MVP. But Kevin Durant just set the bar. Yeah. If I were Brooklyn, I'd be worried now. Because, you know, because this that, is, cause this now this now I is get, like,
3: okay, I'll show you.
2: Now I gotta get playoff MVP.
3: Yeah. He, if LeBron doesn't go, if LeBron goes for 50 tonight, I would not be surprised.
2: He better not go for 50.
3: I'm just saying. Or, or have you. a triple dot Like, he's going to have... A LeBron
2: nutso game tonight, in my opinion. He goes for 50. It's going to be terrible. Because you got to get the rest of your team involved. Yeah, you got no, I understand.
3: Off. But he, LeBron doesn't just go for 50, Russell Westbrook 50. He so, goes no. for 50 through the offense and just, and just tears it up. He goes to the basket. You need three guys to stop him
2: at any point. LeBron is not going to be stopped. You, you got to put Kevin.
3: I want to, see, Paul I want to see how much he really believes that Kevin Durant is the MVP tonight.
2: You he's, know, he's not going to even think about Lebr- it. It's LeBron's not-
3: so bored all the time with all these games. He needs something to, to, jack to, to jack him up even more. Tell him go play football if he's so bored. I know. See if he can get, I, bro- well, see, awesome. see
2: how, yeah. Go to tight end. Go play tight end for the National <laughs> Football League. Some team will give him a tryout. Oh. Somebody even sign you him. Think so- oh, now Dallas? Let's, when let's, Jason Witten retires, he'll go to Dallas. Let's see if he gets bored then. Mm-hmm. he wouldn't he better stick the basketball that's a completely different conversation better stick the basketball elbows are different from <laughs> um, hits to your chest your head your neck your legs your knees and everything else 888-346-9144 we're going to take a quick break we come back we probably we may talk about some more basketball we want this game to happen we might touch on it for a minute apiece and then get into some football in the NFL draft actually well, I'm lot sports talk Alex Clancy so we'll
0: be right back Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice of America Sports. Sports and medicine go hand in hand.
3: 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports, right here on the Voice America Network, and let's talk football.
0: Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports.
2: Oh, yeah. that was, it wasn't one of your better ones. I could dig it. <laughs> This is some Shaft right here, <laughs> which you wouldn't know anything about a Shaft movie. Isaac Hayes? I said Shaft movie. I didn't say Isaac Hayes. Oh, really? Samuel <laughs> Jackson? No, not that. The, the original. I don't. I wasn't alive for that. You wasn't alive? Maybe I was. <laughs> you might know about Get Smart? Uh, no. The TV series. You might know about that? Not no Shaft, baby. Okay. Hey, let's get back into the show real quick. <laughs> this is this is a quick segment. Uh, may 11th is Mother's Day. God's garden treasures. Make sure you go out there, get some flowers, get a bouquet, send it out to your mother or whomever you need to send them out to. Um, you know, tell them Kwame and Alex sent you at the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk. There may be a discount in it for you. If not, there will be a discount in the future. <laughs> God's garden's treasure. Go out there and see. <laughs> Go out there and um, you know check it out. Look up on the website. They deliver. You still have time to get that done. Uh, good stuff. I've seen the work. Been a part of the work they've done. Seen the work they're doing. Good stuff. You sending your mom flowers?
3: Yeah, I, I'm probably won't send her flowers. I'll send her something else.
2: What? Staycation.
3: No, I don't know. I'll, I'm going to figure something out.
2: You don't want to say it because
3: she might be listening. Yeah, but I'm not going to send. I think flowers are so overrated for everything, personally. Except. People who say that. Except when. You die. Oh, wow. That kind of went morbid. No, I, I, I'm not going to say that. I don't think they're overrated. I think they're nice for just. for Just, just to say just, hi. Yeah, just not, not for any sort of. Uh obligation to send flowers for Valentine's Day yeah, yeah. or for Mother's it's, Day or stuff like that.
2: Valentine's Day is just another day. But let me tell you this, what they say um this is what I heard about um flowers. Whatever reason you sending them for that that, that occasion and you, when the flowers die that reason and that occasion dies. I mean it's crazy, a joke, but yeah. that's that's what I that's what people say. So they look. No, so, I'll get flowers so they, on a Tuesday. Like I don't. It doesn't matter uh, what day it the is. The occasion is. That's right. why I say Valentine's Day. People go so crazy. It's Valentine's Day. You are supposed to do something. I'm not supposed to do anything. What, what I'm gonna do tomorrow or the day before that? Not doing anything really. Anyway, before we bore boring the world world with Valentine's Day and Mother's Day. Not Mother's Day because I got to send my grandmother something. Mm-hmm. By the way, shoot, I need to get on that. Yeah. Um. The Brooklyn Nets and the Miami Heat. We talked about that. Alex said he's going to go fifty because he wants to show the world. I'm it's the real not that MVP. He wants to show. He's not going to even be thinking about that MVP. He didn't get it next year. He's going to do a whole lot. He's going to do what Kevin Durant did. Kevin Durant set the bar. Lead in, lead scorer, lead MVP. You know, LeBron doesn't need. To, he doesn't. He don't need to be lead scorer. Okay. He got help. Okay, he, so that's he, why you well, got three guys. Yeah, that's why we well, got a
3: big three. Well, here's the thing: is LeBron accounts. For so many points, not personally, but through assists, through rebounds, through steals, through all that stuff, it doesn't need to be in the points per game category
2: to show the amount of points that he accounts for. No, I agree with that. I agree with that a whole lot when we talk about Russell Westbrook. I know you shot 14 uh, shots, but you made those 14 shots personal. (laughs) You made them personal against a CP3 who was killing you all night. Now, LeBron James doesn't have to shoot 50 tonight. He's not going to even be thinking about that. I'm just saying Durant just set the bar. That's why they got a big three. And that's why. And another reason why I say the fifty could be detrimental, because even though he's hot, I think the Brooklyn Nets are only worrying about don't let anybody else get hot. Don't you can't stop LeBron. LeBron is having an off night, then we don't have to worry about him. But if he's on, then he's on. Just don't let Dwayne Wade, Mario Chalmers, don't let those guys get off. Yeah. And it'll just be interesting. I mean, it's I said yesterday
3: that and I actually said this morning that um, the Heat could be rusty. They've had a long layoff, and especially for playoff standards. Sweeping, sweeping a team and then having the other team go seven games, that's, that's a big discrepancy. Uh, I think Brooklyn, is they're still in game mode. They had a huge win in, in Toronto uh, a couple days ago. But I do think LeBron, I'm not saying he's going to go for 50. I'm saying he's going to have one of his better games of the year this year, in, in my opinion.
2: Well, it's the playoffs, so that, that you yeah, know, it could happen. And <laughs> it's also
3: personal because he hadn't seen Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett in an important game in a while.
2: Man, anyway, let's move on to the. Uh, let me just say this. I got, as much as I like the San Antonio Spurs, and I like them a lot because of who they are, their identity. They have their identity, they've had it for so long. you have had you're it for years.
3: Huh? You're picking Portland. Shut up. I'm you picking, are? Um, yeah. I am. Yeah, okay, so.
2: <laughs> I was trying to s- validate. How much I like the San Antonio Spurs, but I'm I, what Portland is doing. I think I like Portland in his first game on the road in San Antonio, but San Antonio wins the series. Oh, okay. She so kind of took me for a loop there. I don't know. Pe- uh,
3: people are picking the, the Blazers to win. This is it's funny. Like it's like the NCAA tournament when you have these matchups and you have you know four or five days to decide who you're gonna pick and all these things. And traditionally, the higher seed wins. It doesn't matter. Oh, this team could be the, the hiccup game and, and could knock out the three seed or whatever. Traditionally, it doesn't happen. So I'm picking the Spurs in six. And I think I said that yesterday. Um, I think the Trailblazers will win one at home. But I think San Antonio's going to take care of business at home. One at home? You sold six games, so they can well, win. Yeah, they're gonna, well, yeah, it's 2 2 1 1 1. So, okay. they'll, so they'll win. They I think be- San Antonio's going to go up 2 0 they to They got to win the game. I know. They're going to go up 2-0. They're going to win both these games. The Trailblazers will win the first game at home, lose the second one, and then win in San Antonio uh, game six. Or they're going to win two games, and they're both going to be at home. Spit it out. I just did.
2: Home and bar. I
3: don't know. <laughs> Depends yeah. on how I feel.
2: All right. Oh, man. Oh, the NFL draft. How does this draft get shaken up? Is it, is it the first pick? Does the first pick shake everything up in the draft? I don't even,
3: I respect, I I respect say, Peter King more than more than the, than the mock draft guys, why? than Mel Kiper, just because he's so intuitive. It's the same thing. It's not. It's the same thing. It's not. I'm saying on a day-to-day basis, I think Mel Kiper and Todd McShay, I said, are glorified weathermen. They have no idea what's <laughs> going on. They take the information that's at hand, and then they change everything. They're stockbrokers. You know they change they everything. They have no idea what's going to happen. That I will agree with. They've had 14 mock drafts, so they're going to say they're right at one point because they've moved around the top 10 picks so many times that now they have all of the, the combinations to be correct in one, regard,
2: one respect does, or another. What does Peter King do, do different than they do? Because they, they make the same calls to the general manager or whomever they have in the front office. They make those same calls. I just to think the scouts.
3: I just think... And then they go
2: by the opinion. They make the I, same calls to the scouts. I just think
3: he's smarter than everybody else. Oh, my goodness. I just do. I, 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 have, I have an affinity for him. I just do. The Monday, Monday, quarter, Monday morning <laughs> quarterback, Nobody I like it. every time I watch interviews with him or read stuff, I, maybe it's
2: because I think... Nobody is smart. They're just lucky on the little they know.
3: Okay. Well, that's fair. But, again, you can't take... You can't put uh, Peter King and McShay and Mel Kuyper in the same sentence. You can't. I say they're all the same. Well, in this time of year you can, but during the regular season. Uh, uh, okay. Do you see Mel Kuyper during the regular season? Never. 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 I mean, so. But you see Peter Keene all year. I think that drafting Johnny Manziel is going to be a mistake. And Oh, my goodness. You s-
2: was Johnny Manziel bandwagon. I understand, but okay. I'm looking
3: at I'm looking at all the numbers and stuff, and I'm reading stuff now. I, we, I know we have two minutes. No, no,
2: I'm just saying drafting him where or who drafted him? I what, don't think a top five. Mistake? Oh,
3: okay. I don't think top five is correct. I, and, I, and I thought about this. Remember Steve Alford? Who went to University of Indiana? Indi- yeah, and Indiana Pacers were so upset they drafted Reggie Miller instead. Steve Alford had a three-year career, didn't play at all. Not a big deal. Reggie Miller made Indiana who they are. Okay, this is if the Texans are trying to draft Johnny Manziel because he's a Texas boy. I think it's a mistake. Dallas won. I think it's a mistake. A da- you think that? <laughs> Dallas want him. They want to sell tickets. Well, they, they want him for the circus. Right, right, right. That's what I'm thinking. So I don't think in the top five pick you take Johnny Manziel. I don't think you take that big of a leap of faith. I think you take Blake Bortles because of his body and
2: because of his mobility. I take Johnny Manziel in the second round. And he could be Brady I, Quinn. I take him in the second round. That's not good. I take him in the second no. round and I make him a – he can still have the circus. I don't take him in the first round because the first round comes with a lot of pressure. And this is so funny. That's why
3: there's so much parody in this stuff before because he, like he went Tebow. number one overall. He went number two overall. He went number eight overall in the mock drafts. Nobody, no, nobody knows what the hell is going to happen.
2: We got to go. But Tim Tebow would have been still relevant if he would have <laughs> went in the second or third round. He'd have been a great teammate. Unfortunately, we got to go. We're going to take tomorrow off, play a little golf. Uh, Alex Clancy, find him at the bar or at home. Cromwell National Sports Talk. We'll see you guys Thursday.